What do you have the TV out? Turn the TV off. What are you watching? Are you watching news? There, there we go. Okay. What were you yeah. watching? Were you watching news? What were you doing? Yeah, yeah, I was watching the news. Al Jazeera. What's going on? What's going on? Um, there? what's what they're talking about right this second? Explain is... it to me as if I had zero idea what's happening. All right, the State Department. That's sort of like the Draymond Green of the United States, <laughs> I guess. Um, no, I guess that would be the Defense Department. <laughs> um, uh, yes. uh, so state department is i guess like the chris paul and i'm looking at ned price right now or ned prince who's the state department spokesman but i put it on mute so i don't know what they're talking about um probably yeah something to do with ukraine um well welcome but... to the podcast everybody <laughs> oh, this no. is chicken and the nuggets uh your number one number one spot for ukraine news uh, my name do? is Jacob Rupp, and joining and me, as always, is local news watcher Noah Reynolds, everybody. Hey, Noah. Thank, thank you so much. I'm a watchdog and a dog whistle all rolled up in one. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, Noah's got um, that get, watchdog in him. He's got that watchdog in him. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, and thank you so much for joining us. We um, have the breaking news and the um, old news, too. So welcome to the podcast, Jacob. Yes, welcome. Uh, we have a fantastic episode for you guys tonight. No idea what we're going to talk about, uh, but that is the off. That's not really you. true, though. Yeah, we, I mean, basketball-wise, I think that's accurate, but we, we had some fun this week. We did have some fun this week. Uh, we've been hooting. We've been hollering. We've been being ourselves. And that's all we ask of you. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you're listening and you're like, ah, sounds like Jacob still has a bit of the COVID, uh, you couldn't be more right. Uh, I probably no. still have a lot of COVID. Oh, you uh, don't. I, 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 I have brain fog. So if you've seen oh. me on stage the last week, that is not me. That is a a uh, uh, harmless vessel that COVID has taken over to do bad comedy in. So uh, let's just start there, Noah. I still have a little bit congestion nose i don't know can you tell at all or am i just no i thought yeah, I I, I, it? feels like you've been firing on all cylinders frankly at least from my point of view it feels like you've been uh thriving more than usual so maybe <laughs> that's some sort of thing to take note of no i haven't noticed that you've been more sick you seem maybe lethargic when we were hanging out on sunday maybe you're a little tie tie but mm-hmm. you know we're always a little tie tie um no, yeah, I mean, we're team no sleep, so people need to realize that, that we don't sleep Well, we well. know what sleep is. We know who's sleep, who who is sleep is related to, the that's family the, member of sleep. That's the cousin of death. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, what what have you been up to, Noah? What, how, do, how do you feel? How do, how, I feel great. So I'm sorry <laughs> you don't feel good. I'm sorry that somehow, um, uh, yeah, I mean... We, I mean, people can listen back to the last episode. We've, we've already, de- um, you know, legislated and um, reconciled what we think was um, the cause. But yeah, I feel great. I feel um, haven't felt better. No congestion. No headaches. Um, continuing to work from home until I probably tomorrow. Just trying to milk it, um, which is fine because I'm being safe. Mm-hmm. So for all of my work coworkers who listen to podcasts, nobody listens to podcasts. Um, just know that I'm being safe. And yes, um, Noah's being wave wave. 
that was yeah, very brave. brave. I am very brave by not going into the work and uh, just sitting home and uh, presumably just getting high all day and working. No, no, no. okay, no, excuse me, not even a little bit. Jacob. Shouldn't put that on vinyl. No, God. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah. So I'm um, it's a bummer that you're still on the mend because I I am off. I'm off um the IR as it were and um, uh, really really doing well. So, you know, I don't know who is that says more about me or more about you or more about this um yeah, we're not this crazy novel virus. We we should put this video up Noah because uh if you move your leg there's a bright big light where it looks like your penis is a penis of the gods. Uh so, cool. so a very visual podcast joke for the for the audio medium that we got going on. <laughs> uh, we do have we do have these recorded people and nobody um, I can't asked. imagine people will Nobody's want. Yeah, we're waiting until one person asks. Um, <laughs> I can't imagine anyone will want to see or watch. There's not a lot going on. Jacob likes to blur his background because his art in his apartment is just totally filthy. Um, yes, and I like Chinese I, penises. <laughs> yeah, and they shut my electricity off in my apartment months and months ago, so I have no lights. But uh, maybe it's something we'll do. <laughs> we have a good time here on, on Chicken and the Nuggets. And thank you for time. listening. Thank you so much for listening. We, this is really the fuel that gets me through the week. And I love everybody. And uh, obviously, we have to start with breaking news, Noah, about Ben Simmons and the Philadelphia 76ers have reached a settlement agreement on the grievance the All-Star grieved. Right. I did not see that. How breaking is that? Oh, uh, it's three hours ago. Oh, uh, I was napping. Did we eat, Noah? <laughs> What's that? We ate some great chicken this week. Oh, we did, yeah. And at a fantastic location. We're having ourselves a little summer, Noah. We absolutely are. Um, we've we've done quite a lot. Um, you know, save um, last week, Redacted, in which we, I don't think we li- ate any chicken at all. Um, and that's fine because. Which is all right. You know, that <laughs> that happens, even though what you know, we're not supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, we've absolutely had quite a summer. We have been making our way through some really eclectic chicken, um very different kinds. You know, we made our we've been continuing to make our way through the, the chicken fest fight um list and um and, and you know it's just been really exciting to see what, what the different kinds have to offer. Um what do you think about where we went this week, which was, um, I don't know. I I don't know if I should bury the lead or just say it, which I guess is the same thing. Yes, yes. Let's let's keep on beating around the old bush here. Yeah. Uh, and no, we went to, and I quote from the website, my favorite new pastime, uh, horse <laughs> racing. Noah, we went to a horse rating at at Bally's. Arapaho Park. That's right. In and we'll just pretend Park, that it's DraftKings Arapaho Park and not yes. Valley's for the sake of this podcast. Well, we were wearing DraftKings shirts. Um, we should have. They, they could not find. They could not show us on the app where to bet for the horses, <laughs> which yeah. was very uh, disappointing. But uh, we went to the old horse horse track, Noah, and, and we, we dropped we dropped some bones, and we got our little Jokic on a little bit this Sunday. We absolutely did, dude. That's exactly what we did. Um, we went to see some horses. We went to gamble. 
and um and boy howdy um we had some sort some uh, regular chicken some some chicken figures um we had some at chicken this, figures at the establishment at the place um and um mostly this was an event that was really exciting and i've never experienced before um so sort of i don't know if you i mean a new life experience dare it was I my say. first time as well yes we were horse racing virgins and we popped no, that cherry no. i don't know i don't like you know that's a uh, but yes absolutely um and um so i think that that was you know how often do you do a new thing in life you know um know. and um I was very nervous in the beginning because I didn't know like attire and stuff like that. I wasn't sure if it was going to be full like Belmont Stakes, you know, Kentucky Derby type thing, if it was going to be really elitist. Mm -hmm. um, and I I wasn't kind of expecting what it was, which was a lot more cowboy, a lot more like, um, you know. You no, know, and I can say this as half Mexican. It was very Mexican. It was probably the most Mexican thing I've done in probably 15 years. Um, right. And I agree. And I'm glad you can say that because you're Mexican. Um, and I'm looking up the term now because I, um, <laughs> I want to yes. find uh, I knew it was. It's uh, vaquero. Um, so there were just <laughs> a lot of Mexican cowboys there. Um, which was way better than if there were actual real, you know, if they're not real, because they're plenty real, um, if, excuse me, if there were, um, you know, gringo cowboys with their, with their um, white. Yes, yes. yes. So uh, I, I, this was my first time too. No, I was very excited. I was very confused. I watched Uncut Gems five times before going. I uh, realized well, that's not related. No, I was going to say, I mean, there's, oh, I see, because of gambling. Because of gambling, yes. Because yes, yes. yes, yes, of gambling. I thought and maybe then, you thought Kevin Gar Garnett had something to do with horses, but yes. probably owns a horse. I will say, you know, compared to other, you know, betting casino type places, uh, we went up to the counter. Old lady, we were like, hey, this is our first time. She gave us a pamphlet. She was I did not say to that. us. She uh, kindly explained out the rules, probably thought we were going to not really nail it. You know, which which is arguable whether we did or not, uh, and so that was very nice to have a welcoming feel. Uh, she was very excited to take our money. So yeah, and I have to say also, it is extremely complicated. It is kind of as complicated or as simple as you want it to be. You know, I thought the whole like going up in it in itself, like getting a ticket and placing a bet was going to be extremely complicated, but it's not. You you don't even have to know the horse's name. And by the way, I do have the the program here in front of me and, and we'll go through a lot of the silliness of that, which, by the way, is a huge part of the silliness of the day is just going through the names. Um, yes. You don't have to know their names. All you have to do is go up to the the nice people, which often are very nice old ladies um tell them like hey i want this bet on this number horse like they have they're numbered and yeah. they're like absolutely and that's it it takes uh, several seconds you know 
Um, and like I said, it can be, you can do, I, I went pounds. up there and I'm like, let it ride on three all day, sugar toes. <laughs> yeah. And then you sm- spanked her ass and <laughs> walked around the giant, <laughs> the giant, um, counter. counter. Yes. Yes. Play by me. Cause I, I, I should say I, I was, we, we were confused about the attire as well. Me and my fiance. Uh, so I did dress You're up. You're married like, now, I think. Yes, Your I wife. am married, or my wife. Uh, and my wife. Uh, <laughs> my wife. Uh, we dressed like we were in Borat. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we dressed like uh, we were in Django, and we were going to uh, <laughs> bet on some horses. I had a large uh, straw well, hat. How are you gonna? Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, boy, was I ready to spend months of my paychecks. And by that, I mean I spent about sixty dollars. So uh, not that bad, Noah. And I ended up getting twenty dollars above. I won one bet. Uh, I hope you can help me out with the horse's name because I cannot think of it. But I did lose betting runs on runs naked, which was one of my favorite horse names of the night of the evening. Uh, so yeah. Uh, and did you lose money overall, Noah? I think you lost. Lost money. a ton of money. <laughs> Also bought refreshments. I mean, this is, you know, this is classic Noah complaining. No, I'm not complaining at all. It was an incredible time. But yes, I did not win a single bet. I think you're the only one who won anything. Did your wife, um, your wife, did she win any bets? Uh, she she won like 10, 10 cents on a bet because Jesus. she did bet to place a very heavy, heavily favored horse, which did destroy the competition. Nice. Um, you know, and uh, I just thought about Jokic the entire time. I don't know about you, Noah. Uh, I wow. just little jockeys, and I was like, man, Jokic would trade places with them, uh, which is pretty crazy. Uh, that uh, a, a two-time MVP would probably rather... Uh, have our bodies. Have our bodies. Yes, actually, let's let's, let's make it about ourselves. Uh, no, why not? I mean, because how jealous are we always of their abilities? And I bet Jokic looks at us like, wow, you guys can probably just ride all day, every day. Now, the difference, of course, is that he does the, um, Jokic does the, the kart racing, which I think is sort of allows him to race versus if he was actually on top of a goddamn horse, you know. Yeah, and and that must be is that part of like do you think no one bets on Jokic cuz he has to like the horse has to carry Jokic, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, so, Jokic carries everybody. So let's because be honest. on on the pamphlet um or the betting sheets, you could see the uh jockey's weight and height. Um and, and the horse's weight and height. Mm-hmm. Um you know, is which is of course in uh hay um, it's the unit of measurement. All right. Well, that didn't work out, but you know, sometimes. Well, we'll see. Of... I mean, I don't know what the listeners thought of uh, that. I know. So, they didn't uh, I'm sorry. Did it work out here right no. now? I oh, blame yeah. COVID brain. How about that? <laughs> yeah, you're going to. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, the the horse Jacob, you won. This was on um actually amazing. This was the long race, which was so cool. Um, mm-hmm. there were most of them were short races which were just um uh 350 yards almost and then the last race of the day was uh, a mile and a 16th um and you won on an eight to one odds i'm a cool cat which got second place how could Um, i forget i'm a cool cat 
Um, and and I should say I made all my bets of the day on the horse names specifically. Yeah, you have to. Uh, and yes, I'm a cool cat. Really came through. I bet him to place. He placed. And uh, I, that was not a term I knew uh, 48 hours ago before we went uh, placing. Um, and right. Showing. Uh, showing, of course. Mm-hmm. I... I um initially started betting on the underdogs like the first two races just the under horses on. Yeah. under horses thank you um and and then I thought that was stupid because I let kept losing money and then I bet on just the favorites and then kept losing money on that too so it was a disappointing day as far as the actual betting but uh, I'm trying to think of some of the fun names um here um that that are really funny okay here we go um adrian morales okay classic um, full name for that horse Ram- ramiro haro garcia mm-hmm. all right i think race um, for corona was a horse manuel Meza. i'm reading the jockey's names oh <laughs> right. hugo herrera mm-hmm. um jose p lopez <laughs> i mean come on jesus olivias david baez what the hell so those are that's the kind of silliness that you're gonna get from horse racing. Um, oh my god, yeah. What anyway. are what are some of the horse names, Noah? Oh, the silly yeah. horse names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There are definitely the some. There are definitely some of those too. Um, let's see. Cro- there are coronas for ivory. There are a few coronas actually. Yes, kind of topical, kind of weird. Absolutely, big time. A poli. I don't know what that. Mm, redneck. M.M. Redneck. Mm-hmm. Classic. Um, cartel, cartel money. M.M. Noah is just like ASAP in the rap game. This is like you put it in front. So. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, M.M. Rocky. <laughs> um, um, yeah, there's T.F. I'm that chick also. Um, Miss Alex. I mean, get people, we can go on. Maybe we'll post some of the, our favorites. Um, I'm trying to think of anyone specifically that I liked a lot. Nobody won for me, so obviously nothing stood out. But uh, I bet on a horse called Moving a Train, which I thought was a you? cool name. Uh, I don't really Go understand train. it. Moving a Train, and I tried I started to do choo-choo noises. Uh, that was cool. Race, and people looked at me, and little kids. So yes, yes, this is a family-friendly event. Well, not that. Not only that, but we were. I mean, we talk about attire. We were extremely out of place. We went with a friend who wore cowboy boots, which was a, a super smart mm-hmm. thing to do. We were wearing shorts. I had a Nuggets hat on. They clearly all hated the Nuggets. You know, everybody there had big old belt buckles. Um, you know, I had jeans. one of those those parody Make America Great hats. <laughs> yeah. You go up, it's a red hat, but it says Black Lives Matter on it. <laughs> And people right. hated so, that. Yeah. And then yeah. and Miriam was handing out IUDs and condoms and shit. And yes. you know, everybody there was like, okay. Yeah. It was just like a total goddamn she refused to speak Spanish to everybody, even though that was the you know, um lingua franca of that particular event. And um yeah, so, for, yeah, for so people it, who hate it, for people who have guns, you know, they really hated that protection that a condom <laughs> brought. Right. Very good. Mm-hmm. Um 
And um, so I guess my our, my point is, is we definitely stood out like a sore thumb. And, you know, we had our programs in front of us and just being like, so how do we do this? Who's that? Yes. We didn't know when any of the races started. The races started like very quickly, lasted yep. five seconds. We like, tried was to it bet, the race over? <laughs> we tried to bet on a seventh race with three horses. A that ninth not, race, yeah. yeah. Yes, that, that was uh, very quickly shot down. So, yeah, yeah we were definitely uh, what the kids would call noobs. Uh, we were noobs for sure. We were oh noobs. my god! Look at these uh, noobs. But guess who came up twenty dollars on top? Noah. That's Jacob did. Jacob, Rub, and Noah. Luckily, yes, you had the great idea that we would eat this for content, and uh, our <laughs> listeners can can suck it up through a ear straw. Uh, and you can also do that too. Frankly, you can just suck it up. I did. I had the great idea to eat here for content. Yes. Go ahead with your intro. And then so so we ate we ate uh chicken tenders at the concession stand right. uh at the, the horse, horse race. Race track. <laughs> uh which uh, uh spelling it out like that makes me feel a little better that I kind of opted out, Noah, honestly. You did. And here's the thing. It's about content, and I, I think I'm gonna keep reiterating that. And you did opt out. You, I, it was, I, um, I made the suggestion. You, you, we made this plan. It was very nice, of you guys, that had had the free time. It was cool that we were gonna do it. And I was like, you know, um, we, 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 some, we tend to sometimes leave our chicken kind of to the last moment. I was like, you know what? I'm a big fan of Jacob killing two birds with one stone. Convenience, that kind of shit. So I was like, oh my god. It'd be kind of fun to eat and also go to this event. And, um, you know, I'm not going to be, I just want to see, you know, and also we can talk about it. Um, anyway, you show up. And here we are 25 <laughs> minutes into the podcast, just okay. getting to the chicken. Well, we, but yes, I showed up and I, I'll, 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 I'll take blame. I'll take responsibility. No blame. I, there's no blame. I'm not trying to do blame, but I, I, know. I know you, Jacob, and I can feel your vibes almost immediately <laughs> and without you even saying anything <laughs> mm-hmm. i was like um so man are you ready to get those chicken tenders like yeah mm, nah not really <laughs> <laughs> so no. here's the deal though uh, i fucked myself because we went to a uh late breakfast at, right. at Sam's number three, Ooh. and I got a huge breakfast burrito, okay. like like a dummy. And then when I got to the place, I did not want to upset my tum tum, and okay. uh, I opted for that. That's but fine. I did eat one of the chicken tenders you that did. you got, and and first of all, let me let me start off by saying the fries were really great. The they chicken. were really good fries. And also, let me start off by also saying $10 for chicken tenders and fries, which is good or fine, especially at a sporting event or um, any sort of event. You feel like it's going to be a markup. I guarantee you chicken tenders plus fries. We're talking $15, $16. This is Noah's economics corner. We're talking $15, $16. I mean – Including inflation. Inflation, you're giving me fries included with chicken tenders. I mean, that's pretty good at an event. Anyway. Um, yes. And I'll go even a step further, Noah. Um, uh, I got my wife, my wife, yeah. uh, a, a course banquet along with me. 
because uh, I was like, you know what? What goes great with Corona? Uh, beer. And uh, that was about like 15 bucks. So pretty good. Uh, comparatively speaking to other sporting events, uh, it, a, a beer at a Pepsi Center probably costs you $19. I, I would say so, at least. Yes. Um, that's, <laughs> that's not even without tip of the, the old lady who just had to turn around and grab a chorus for me. Right, yeah, and should be retired, but um, is saving for her grandparents, Chris, uh, grand kids. Fuck grand you. Kids. Um, Fuck. This was uh, a very relaxed vibe. Where were we? Oh, I'm sorry. Still on the chicken. Um, it was not aesthetically pleasing, right? I guess that's a really good way of putting it, maybe a liberal way of putting it. So um, this is one of those tenders that you get, and it's, like, too artificially shaped. Right. Where it's like, ooh, that's too much of a perfect oval. Right. It wasn't even, I don't even know what the shape was really. It was, it kind of looked like, you know what it kind of looked like? A huge, giant chicken McNugget. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Does it, that make sense? Where it's oh, like, it makes an perfect un- sense. Okay, cool. Good. <laughs> it looked like an unnatural shape. You know what I mean? Like a shape you wouldn't find in, in nature or time or space. But it like, it like basically immediately when they served me the nug, the tenders rather, I was like, well, Jacob was right. He was right, and I was wrong. I'm a fool. Um, these are going to be the worst thing I've ever tasted in my life, right? And so we can all agree that, you know, the food here was some sort of, um, you know, one of those big food companies that they just, you know, some frozen thing and they throw in a fryer. It's like, I know that shit, Jacob. I'm not, like, I'm not delusional about what this all is. You know what I mean? Look, but, and I'm not above it. All right, I don't want to paint that picture. Oh, let's uh, please, let's please make sure that that is clear. That Jacob is not above, which is kind of why. Let me be clear. I was so surprised. So the yes. fact that there is some rationale. You also did have you said raisin canes, another chicken tender <laughs> place. Yes, late uh, night the night before. Yes. Um. So again, I'm not trying to cast blame. I'm not trying to cast dispersions. Um, explanation is fine. Explanation <laughs> makes me feel better. Um, good. Good. You didn't. You didn't mention Sam's number three. You know. Um, I, know. I didn't do it at the place. I didn't want to. I didn't want to front. You know? I had, and this may, may be a place we should actually go. Um, I had a um, friend of the podcast, um, Nathan Lund, and I split a lunch on Saturday. A um, a family fajita meal for three. The two of us split for two, and Hell I did that yeah. be- before our show, and that was a mistake. So um, we're all, you Wait, know, we're, none place? of us are. What was the place though? The name was um, La Pasi La Pasadita. La... Uh, Do you know it? It sounds somewhat familiar. La but, yeah. Pasa, pa, uh, Pasadita. La Pasadita. It's on Pasadita. like nineteenth and Washington. Hmm. It's kind of close to me, um, but somewhere we should definitely go. It's like a. It's a favorite and has been here um, has been here for a long time. So, yep. So somehow we ate at an even more Mexican place than that place uh, here at the the racetrack. Um, I, I I didn't mind the tender at all, Noah. It was fine. Uh, it's it's classic uh, concession tenders. You know, it kind of reminded me of like uh, some tenders you might 
be able to get at like a high school basketball game, which is like a, a maybe a little high class for something like that. But um, what did you? Th- what was your overall? Besides the fries being very good, what fries was your were really overall, good. Take about the chicken tenders, Noah, because uh, yes, and and our friend who was with us uh, had a peculiar uh, detail about it that it seemed whipped a little bit <laughs> on the inside. Uh, do you agree with that statement? Because that's the first time I've heard anything like that regarding a chicken tender. I totally agree with what they said, and I thought it was also a really good um, sort of. Um, what am I trying to say? Um, observation. And um, I think that um, I I also agree. I think when you think about it, um, it, it makes sense for what it was, which was kind of like a, oh boy. Now, now it just makes, kind of makes me feel sick. Yeah, it is kind of like a weird um, <laughs> consistency. I, you know, you can figure it out for yourself. What do you think about that? I so I, I I do think that that's a fair assessment. It did feel that's what I'm. I think the whole the whole thing's a red flag because it seems like too good, kind of like it, it's just like a good shape. The inside looked really good, and then it just tasted like uh, how you imagine a chicken tender would taste. Uh, maybe after you had some sort of operation where you like are, are on some sort of drugs uh, and that's how a chicken tender would taste to me. And I don't know what I'm explaining right now, but uh, anyway, Noah, this isn't going to be COVID brain. <laughs> be the worst chicken tenders you've had. They're not going to be the best for sure. Um, but I think we've had worse probably. We've, maybe. Def- we've had worse. Um, uh, you know, nothing comes to mind, but we've had worse. No. Yeah. I have had worse. Um, <laughs> um, but, um, I agree, dude. I mean, this is like, you go to anything that's, that's, you know, half the venue is outside. You buy something there. It's not going to be gourmet. No. Nope. Um, and you know, you go there with the intention of content and you leave with content. And I and think that's, it was so you know, crazy that one of the, the horse's name was intention for content. So right. that, that was, uh, and they lost every, they were in every race and lost every single race. And lost. it was interesting. Uh, we asked a guy, we were like, do horses usually race every race? And they said, no, this is absolutely out of the ordinary and something that we would like to put a stop to put a stop to it. Do you, do you like horses? Noah? are you a horse girl at heart? Um, are you really asking me? Yeah. No, yeah, I do don't like, like I, no, I don't like horses. I have, it's one of my closers actually. Um, um, fans of my comedy, you know, the, the, Wait, the Nosters oh, okay. fans of my performance art, I should say, um, will, will certainly recognize one of my bits as how much I hate horses. Um, I don't like horses. I think they're, they're smelly, they're big and they're useless, but I'm not going to do my bit. I could do my bit. I no. could just do my bit on the podcast. You know do you I like horses? To. Are you a little? Are you a little save a horse, ride a cowboy kind of guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really. That's, I'm kind of like fuck the horse. I could give a fuck, ride you know, ride whatever, but leave um, the cowboy alone. Yeah, for what sure. those, uh, yeah. I, I, I. I don't like horses. Uh, my, <laughs> I have a half sister right now. She loves horses. Okay. She's taking horse racing, so I'm trying to uh, like it. 
for her sake. But um, yeah, I, I don't really care. Uh, I think horses, you know, ever since they got that Budweiser commercial, have been on a high horse. Not even to even to walk into that pun uh, about it. And really, uh, yeah, that was an accident. That was an accident. All if right. you say so. All right. Why the long pun? Uh, and I don't know. I, I, I just don't really, I like horses. Um, I don't like the Denver Broncos, so I've never right. enjoyed the horse. Those are the only horses I like. Um, yeah. And Dreamcatcher, Nikola Jokic's horse. Yeah, Dreamcatcher. Uh, Seabiscuit, I think is one of the most overrated movies ever. Um, I'll say that, uh, it's No Hustle by Adam Sandler on Netflix, uh so that's that's what i'll say about that noah and it's funny you talk about your fans um i I keep on meaning to bring this up on the podcast but our listeners i think we should call them chicken shits what do you think about (laughs) okay cock-a-doodle-doo i like that a lot yeah yeah so thanks for joining us chicken shits uh glad uh we i highly highly recommend going to the horse racing and we're definitely going to go back uh my wife took to it probably the strongest out of every anyone and uh learned parlays by the end she was betting placing uh is showing uh so i definitely have to bring my wife back to lose more money uh on the horse racing and i get why it's an addictive activity that's ruined lives i think i'll say that well, it's really, really good and important that we put in our show notes those numbers and those resources for people who may or may not know about them. Because absolutely, I I can only imagine that if you're bringing your kids to something like this on a weekly basis, um, you know, your hobby is is. But then again, people spend money on ridiculous minutia and and stupid things all the time, Jacob. So it's like. You know, why not? Why not have a fun hobby where you're betting on a dumb animal who, yeah, skip, who's out in the hot sun? Skip getting school supplies for your children, yeah. all right? Yeah. Go to the fucking horse track like a man. Buy some chicken tenders that are uh, inexpensive, whipped, and <laughs> and will fill you up. Are, are plenty. Um, fine. They're just okay. They're fine. And if you, can't, <laughs> if you can't make it to the racetrack, Noah... The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Right. Especially this summer. There's so much sports going on. I'm aware of everything. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Think of how many horses you could bet on with 100 one thousand dollars that's right <laughs> yeah it's hard because it says one thousand yeah, dollars so... <laughs> yeah do one thousand dollars and if it doesn't win you'll get another shot to cash in cash in cash out cash in cash out you can throw down on all major action for baseball golf mma and more you can bet on wwe you can bet on uh, curling, which is out of season, but uh, so it's very hard to find. Not uh, in the Southern Hemisphere. Uh, uh-uh. I was at uh, Sam's number three in and Sunday morning, uh, dropping stacks on DraftKings on a whim, uh, a, a, a girl uh, volley, uh, uh, a softball on softball that was being played. Plus, with same game parlay spreads, money lines, over unders, and props, your betting feels endless. 
please talk about an upcoming game of your choice. Uh, you you know you can bet on the Colorado Rockies. Yes, sir. Rocktober, here we come. We're getting to Rocktober. You can bet on how much the Rockies are gonna beat their opponent because that's all you can bet on because that's all that happens. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Noah, take the best part of the podcast, and that's the call to action. This is the call to action, and I'm not texting on the show. It's my favorite part. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code TBPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TBPN, only a DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Um, and... Uh, Everybody who gambles, just make sure you you check out your local resources. And again, that's your local resources in states where it is legal to gamble. Thank you so much, DraftKings. Thank you so much, the Basketball Podcast Network. Jesus. Okay, good, good, good. And we're back. Uh, welcome back to Chicken and the Nuggets, uh, already in progress. Uh, Noah, it's time to talk some hoops, boy. And I, there's no one who I like to talk hoops more than you, Noah. And boy, I can't wait for basketball to start. I guess it's my main thesis of this episode is I'm ready. I've been watching highlights. I've been watching lowlights. Um, I've been ready. Yeah, to, me too. Yes. I've uh, been watching devastating losses the Nuggets <laughs> have had throughout the years. Uh, don't know why. I've been watching too much Survivor. Um, so Noah, how do, how do you feel right now, uh, at, uh, about the Nuggets, the Denver Nuggets? Um, well, um, as we've been saying for the past few months, um, I feel really good. You know, the boys are getting into shape. Bones, uh, is getting into shape. Um, Jokic is about to start Eurobasket here at the beginning of September. Um, I don't know who else, who else is competing in that? Is Vladko or, um... Uh, would he be the only other guy? Anyway, um, yes, I think so. Um, um, maybe um, come come um, um, Isaac. What the fuck is the French guy's name? Would he be competing in that? Uh, uh Facundo Campazzo. Is that who you're thinking of? No, he's from Argentina, which is in South America. It doesn't matter. We're moving on. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the biggest, most current basketball thing that's about to come up. Um, and nobody really cares about that. I'd like to watch it. Um, but, um, Kevin Durant, um, said today, uh, it was reported that he was going to, um, retire before he plays for the Nets. This is un-Nuggets related. Um, and then he came out and said that that was a lie. Um, so we're, as far as, (laughs) I guess the Nuggets. Almost news in the NBA world. (laughs) Right. Uh, Um, um, so I am, um, I'm trying to think. I don't know, Jacob, what do you want to talk about? (laughs) We'll start with Kevin Durant because what a, um, at the very least, what a wrestling ass move to pull is like a, uh, a kind of like, oh, you're not going to trade me. I'll just fucking quit. And uh, I think there's some validity to it. I know he said no, but uh, it's something about Kevin Durant. Like anything seems like uh, it could be possible, you know? Um, so I don't know. I still, we talked about last week, I still think that he stays. 
in uh, Brooklyn. Um, but uh, obviously he can't be happy with either uh, the general manager or Steve Nash, which is pretty funny because he brought in Steve Nash pretty much and got to pick him. So uh, <laughs> classic KD. Um, I didn't want to talk about Bones, Noah. Uh, Bones looks great. He might have to have a new nickname pretty soon, uh, which I don't know. Uh, maybe, you know, we'll, we'll think of something. Thighs. I think he could be thighs. Oh, you mean just because he's putting on so much. Mm-hmm. He's putting on that weight. He's putting on that mass. Okay, very good. I, I like the idea of him becoming a... Um, it becoming an ironic nickname. Like, what if he just gains a hundred pounds and he's just known as Bones, but like, as uh, a joke? A little Raven Felton out there, right? You know, right. Like, yeah, like yeah, a little yeah. bulldog. He's, Who's he's that talking. guy? Who's that rookie who is like Zion type built? Do you know who I'm talking about? I yeah, he's on, he's, on Memphis, he's on the Memphis on the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, I forgot what his fucking name is, but yeah, he put Chet Holmgren pretty much yeah. on his back and kind of just dominated him. That was yeah. pretty sick. And and the Grizzlies have um have uh, Roddy too, so they're gonna be like a big, uh, fucking beefy team. Little little beef stack houses on that Ooh. team. Beef stack houses. Beef stack houses. Um, uh, and we talked about it all summer, Noah. But but Bones is might be uh, the most pivotal nugget uh, this upcoming season. Uh, Jamal Murray is not going to play uh, full time. It seems like uh, Nuggets traded Monte Morris, of course. So this is pretty much on uh, Bones to be at least a backup point guard, if not a uh, very uh, pivotal uh, player um, in the whole Nuggets rotation. Now, I'm very excited to see what Bones can do. And I think this is shaping up to be a breakout season for Bones, who ultimately is a Nuggets fan favorite already. But yeah. I think it, this is going to be even the next step to um, for Bones to become uh, I even think he has the possibility of being like a Harden on the Thunder six man uh type possibility, like that that much of a scorer. Um so what do you think, Noah, about Bones and uh how excited are you? <laughs> um I am so excited. I mean it it almost sounds like you listened to our podcast last week and you were like, wow, Noah is making a lot of sense because I I've been saying this all off season. He is highly motivated. I mean, we saw like in the Sixers game last year, his his ceiling is, I mean, obviously not reach. You know, we really have no idea what his ceiling is, but we do know where he can go and what he's capable of. And that's, you know, fucking showing up, dropping, um, you know, close to the 30 on prime time against one of the top teams in the East, which last year was a way more competitive conference. So it's like... um. I think you're right. I think expectations are high. I I also want to say, I think this year, maybe more than the last two seasons, I think the Nuggets expectations, um, you know, we talk about a window and everything, you know, it, they, with Caldwell Pope and, you know, Bruce Brown, it's, it's huge expectations. And I think with bones, you know, they are clearly trusting him a lot. Um, And especially as that guy coming off the bench, um, you know, We've had such longevity with Monte and, you know, Barton and what they kind of, you know, put into that 
um, role. So this is this is a really big thing for him because he has to step up not only in just the way he plays, but also in you know as a teammate and whatever he might bring to that. And he's he can do that, dude. He's a fucking he's a nonstop hype train. You know, try to stop him. He's like um, Denzel Washington and Ryan Reynolds, unstoppable on <laughs> on a train that can't that is uh, brakes are broken or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's exactly what that is. Yes. Uh, yes. So nailed it, Noah. Uh, looking at uh, really quick, the DraftKings NBA future bets, Noah. Mm-hmm. Um, Bones Highland actually is fifth place right now in odds for the sixth man of the year. Ooh. Uh, at okay. Eighteen hundred, which is still pretty good odds. Who? Uh, the only players above him are yes. Jordan Poole. Uh, Tyler Hero, who won, uh, Malcolm Brogdon, which is kind of weird. Uh, He's on the Celtics. Yeah, man. that's like a Celtics homer pick. Sure. And uh, Jordan Clarkson has the same odds. So actually, he's tied for fourth. Uh, Hasn't Jordan Jordan Clarkson's won it, what, three times? times? Yeah, three or four Twice. times. So. Yeah, um, but Bones has better odds than Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, mm. Kevin Love. Um, Kelly Oubre, who I really always have like a, a, a soft spot for for some reason. Um, is Kelly Oubre on Golden State still, or no? Where is the fuck? No, is Kelly, Oubre uh, play? Kelly Oubre plays. Did for... he play last year? He did play last year. In... Um, fuck, who did he get traded to though? He got traded during the season. Um, from he... Golden State. Yes, he is on yeah. the Wizards. He okay. uh, nope, I he's on not... the Charlotte Hornets right now. Okay, yeah. See, I wouldn't have remembered. <laughs> That. You didn't remember that. I um, did not. I googled it real quick. Yeah, nice. Um, what what do you think is more likely, six man of the year or most improved? I think six man of the year, most improved. Um, it, now that they gave it, they gave it to Jaw, right? Um, uh-huh. Now that they gave it to Jaw, and yeah, the odds do reflect this. Is that uh, it needs to be someone who gets into this superstar level? Starting, so, yeah. So the 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 uh, the best odds right now is Anthony Edwards at uh, plus one thousand, and then Halliburton yeah. at plus twelve hundred. I see. Um, and then even Zion's plus eighteen hundred. So uh, they're that would be super weird to me. I mean, he would have to be like. Uh, the second coming or something uh, for that to happen. Uh, catching my eye, uh, Michael Porter Jr. plus 3,500 on most improved player, which I guess, uh, you know, improved from nothing uh, yeah. might be pretty good. So, and, uh, and he was, what, fourth in his um, essentially debut year when he was shooting 46% or something? Yeah. I, uh, Is that right? And he, he was... was, he was he was fourth in um, most, yeah, most improved, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, so, Which is huge, you know, for, I mean, that, you know, um, if you're talking about that metric, which you are, uh, you know, taking that level from whatever, you know, rotation or role player or whatever the fuck that is to superstar, the fact that MPJ in, in his second year or whatever the fuck, was fourth place. I I don't see it as to- totally unlikely that that Bones could um could make some step like step like that. No, no, not at all. Looking at some more future bets, Noah. If we're moving on from Bones for a minute before we get out of here, uh, Michael Malone kind of caught my eye. He's at plus fourteen hundred for Coach of the Year. I mean, if Nuggets get a number one seat, that's pretty easy money, actually. 
who who else is on that list also? So Emi Odoku is number one. Nice. Uh, Taylor Jenkins is number two. Uh, Chris Finch, Ty Lue, Monty Williams. Ta- Taylor Jason. Jenkins is New Orleans? No. Uh, Taylor Jenkins is the Grizzlies, Grizzlies guy. Grizzlies. Yeah. Yes. So Malone has pretty good odds yeah. uh, being like eighth, but um, I think that's pretty good value. And if we want to look over the old MVP action, Noah, uh, <laughs> you might be like, well, Jokic has won two in a row. He must be top three, right? Uh, he's number four. Uh, so Luca is plus 400, which if we learned anything from horse racing, that barely wins you anything. Right. Uh, Joel Embiid's plus 600. Uh, Giannis is plus 700. And then Jokic is plus 900. Also, the silliest names do not win always. So, yeah. Um, another point to think about. Yes. Oh, then I would have bet on LaMelo Ball at plus 700. Uh, <laughs> 7,000, excuse me. Uh, this list is really interesting to go down, Noah. First of all, the next nugget is Jamal Murray at plus 14,000, uh, which would be Whoa. an amazing story uh, and pretty great. I mean, he has better odds than Zach Levine, De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, Bam. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, to, to have better cool. odds than Zach Levine, who had a good season last year. And yeah. Jamal didn't even play at all. I mean, that that's a pretty impressive, um, you know, that just shows his pedigree and what, again, expectations are for him. So he has better, he has better odds than Shea Gildress Alexander, who in a world could just like win the scoring title and maybe be, in oh, a league, yeah. I think that Oklahoma city team is going to be interesting. It could be true. I really think it could be a total disaster or like, I mean, what the Cavs did last year, at least during the regular season, the Cavs beat the Nuggets immediately, and and then they didn't really have much of a, um, you know, stumble the rest of the year. I think OKC absolutely could have that. And you're you're a big um, you're a big giddy head. Um, you like to giddy you like to giddy up all over the place. I know that about you. So uh, I love me some giddy. I think he's he's next. Uh, another one, Noah Michael Porter Jr. at. Three hundred and fifty thousand. Uh, <laughs> great, great odds. He has worse odds than Russell Westbrook. He has better odds than Sabonis and Aiton. So hey, that's that. crazy. Yeah, well, yeah. some of these are kind of crazy. That's well, he does have better odds than like Cade and Scotty Bards, which is kind of weird because Cade could easily just run a team. I don't know. Oh, no, uh, totally, he could. And then uh, Noah, three hundred and fifty thousand—that's crazy. Three hundred fifty thousand. Uh, the last person listed on uh, this is Clint Capella at three hundred uh, thousand. So <laughs> okay. uh, that'd be pretty funny, Clint Capella. Um, and is Clint Capella still on the Celtics? Is no, he? he's still no. on the Hawks. He's still on the Hawks. Still on the Hawks. Mm-hmm. Clint Capella went from. The Hawks, no, no. Did he go? He got traded back to the uh, Clint Capella, the German guy. Oh, you know who I'm thinking of? Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, Clint Capella is Swiss, though. Yes, that is pretty similar. Uh, We're gonna shut the fuck up, everybody. Couple quick hitters before we get out of here, Noah. Uh, The NBA opening night, October 18th. Do you know who it is? Do you want to guess? Two games. Um, is it 
um, the Lakers versus the Lakers? Almost. <laughs> is it the Lakers and Clippers? It is the Lakers at the Warriors. Okay. Which is basically, okay. and then the 76ers at the Celtics. Nice. Is that? Yeah, I was going to say Lakers and Celtics, but they wouldn't have done a, an yeah. East West in the beginning. Um, well, oh, this is something. Any, sorry, what were your other quick hitters? Of course it is. NBA is so predictable. My other quick hitter was the Christmas Day schedule. Yes, I was going to say that. Yeah. Which I, I thought say. you were. And the Nuggets, of course, classic matchup with the Phoenix Suns, the Suns of Phoenix. So I actually, I don't know if you were being sarcastic or not, but I do think that that will be a great game. I imagine, I mean, if not, certainly we're going to have that 10 o'clock fucking game. But the yeah. last Christmas game we have was against a Zionless um, Pelicans oh, team, yes. so which we lost. Um, so this will be hopefully a way more watched and um, cared about game you know, in the middle of the season, however much you can put credence into that. And the Suns, who, frankly, I don't know what's going to happen with them this year, you know? I mean, expectations are also high, but fuck them. Well, there's a world that the Suns completely blow it up, and there's a world where they have Kevin Durant in a couple weeks, or (laughs) by Christmas. So, uh, we'll see that. Um, I'm excited Nuggets get a, a Christmas game. Really? Uh, I'm not sure if it's in Denver, but maybe even maybe either way we should go. Noah, what do you think about that? That would be kind of cool. You would want to be you would want to spend Christmas in Phoenix. There's nothing more I would want to do than uh, spend Christmas in Phoenix in the desert. Yeah, actually, and, me too. And hopefully, we forget about that statement that I just made by the time yeah. Christmas rolls around. Well, so. and and I only get to see like I only get to be with my entire family usually once a year. So I think it would be good to forego that and go to like, <laughs> the desert where there's no water and it's basically like the antithesis of Christmas time in the holiday season. They put, you know, lights on cactuses. What a godforsaken goddamn place. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, let's yes. go. Let's go. Uh, I think that's going to do it here for this week on the Why podcast. Uh, we, we can't wait for basketball to start. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening, hanging out with us this offseason. Do you have anything you want to plug, Noah? Nothing to plug. Come to Westfax this week. I had to cancel, but I just realized that my trip just now canceled again. So I'm going to have to talk to Jacob about rebooking me again on that show. But come to Westfax, not this <laughs> week. What the fuck? The 28th. <laughs> yes, the anyway, 28th. Uh, go regardless. Um, go, go regardless. It is the 27th. Uh, please oh, come to Westfax Brewery right next to Casa Bonita. Uh, I didn't get around to taking Noah off of the list, so if you're around, you're still booked for that show. I sure am. Okay, good. Uh, JJ Billingsley is headlining, yes. so come check out JJ, uh, future guest of the podcast. And Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I think uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, follow us on Instagram, at Chicken in the Nuggets, at Nuggets Pod on Twitter. Buy our shirts, buy Noah's shirts. Uh, I got a Frank Diazar one coming. Do you? Uh, cool. When, whenever Noah gives me one. Oh. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll give you. I, I do have to do that. I'm overdue. I'll give you a hoodie. Okay. Well, thank Anything you, else? Thank thanks, everybody, for the podcast. And um, right. bye, Jacob. Bye. Love you. Love, love you, you listeners. Bye.